Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Broadcasting from coast to coast, it's the Financial Safari with your host, Coach Pete Deruda. Coach Pete and his guests are some of the nation's top financial professionals. They make it their mission to guide investors through the treacherous jungle of the financial world, showing them how to grow, keep, and leave their money for their loved ones. Coach Pete is a frequent contributor to Fox Business Network, CNBC, The Wall Street Journal, and many other news outlets. They come to Coach Pete for their answers, and now so can you. So stick around and find out how to make it through the jungle of the financial world on The Financial Safari. Welcome into the Financial Safari. Consumer advocate Thomas Lipscomb in studio alongside best-selling author, Coach Pete DeRuda. Coach, got a couple of special guests in the house, don't uh, we? we got a couple of retirement masters out here. we got Mr. Ray Lucia, who's a f- uh, retired financial consultant and with Retire Master. Ray, wel- welcome in. Well, thanks to uh, you, I am now in your beautiful studios, and uh, <laughs> it's, it is pretty darn nice. Yeah, and uh, we have Mady Amini who's with, uh, he's CEO of United Legacy. Welcome in. He's, he's, he does a lot of real estate. He does capital markets and alternative investments. Thank, Thank you, coverage. Coach. Yeah. Pleasure Fun time being here. Today. Good to see Absolutely. you guys. Thank you for having us. Both of these guys, Thomas, from San Diego, San right, Diego. area in California. So really nice area. I, I visit them every now and then, and I, and I really enjoy myself when I'm there. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> nice, nice to be here with you. I knew you back when you had hair. <laughs> yeah, let me, where'd it go? We had the great hair migration. It moved from the top to the sides now. I've got a beard instead of a... Head here. <laughs> so uh, it's 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 a fast moving money world. So I thought I'd have you guys on today just to go over some things. I mean, there's so many different uh, places people turn for their advice, and yeah. they put their money in places they shouldn't. Many times, Ray, we've seen over the years so many mistakes people make with money. Uh, no question. As you know, I've retired uh, several years now, right? But I still stay pretty close to the industry. I do some mentoring, as you well know, and some training and so forth. And what I've found most often is advisors getting it wrong and it's uh, it's frustrating and a little bit depressing but for the most part uh, they have good intention coach yep but uh, unfortunately they haven't kept pace with the times we uh yeah well that's that we see that right there today especially when when interest rate environment's going crazy a lot of advisors are still giving advice based on interest rates being under one well you know the bond market was pretty crazy itself last year and anybody that was involved in bonds, and there's trillions of dollars out there, and uh, they're they're looking for alternatives, but don't know where to turn. <laughs> there's a lot of financial contamination with, as far as the information out there too. You hear something, and then now all that becomes you hear it from a couple of people, and it becomes fact in your mind. But it could be two people saying the wrong thing, and they heard it from the wrong place. So how do you really know fact from fiction these well, days? Well, that's a really good point. I don't want to be sacrilegious here, but those of us, and I've been in the business, was in the business for 40 years plus. Uh, but a successful it, radio show too. Don't give yourself, uh, don't, don't short sell well, yourself. Well, yeah, don't, don't, short, <laughs> don't, don't short side me. I was radio and television. That's right. Oh, well, just you like you, you're my <laughs> idol now. I'm like you with hair. I got, <laughs> well, your hair is perfectly combed, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I got to work hard at that. <laughs> so is yours. <laughs> I see one of them. <laughs> Comb my beard here. No, no, but, but my point is yeah. that we've been taught in this industry, and you, you go back a long ways too. Yeah. We've been taught that modern portfolio theory is the way to go. You know, you 
draw a big pie chart and you got small cap, large cap, domestic, international, all that stuff. Right. And then you, you rebalance the portfolios every year and you do a target date fund. And, and based on like now the last few decades of research, most of that is really not cool anymore. It's just not the right thing to do because by the time you pay for the advisory fee, by the time you pay for the management fees, you could have just bought a simple index fund and done better than most money managers. Now, what about a money manager who's charging a fee and they put you in an index fund? Well, I mean, that's, <laughs> Does that make sense? talk about sacrilegious. <laughs> and, and I used to discuss this all the time on my show, and I've certainly advised many, uh, and I've written about it too. You and I have uh, co-authored some things together in right. the past. And uh, I've, I've, I've written about the, the, the fact that, that an advisor that does that is just a lazy advisor because a client could do that, uh, the, the same thing themselves. Uh, but, but there are ways, and there are several different ways, I can go through a couple if you want, sure. that individuals can, in fact, beat the market by themselves. But as you also know, I've written a whole booklet on the value a financial advisor brings to the table. And with not only there's a Vanguard study, which is interesting because they invented the index fund, but Correct. they even wrote, uh, I think it was back in 2000 when they first came out with their advisor alpha thing. I think that's what they call it now. Uh, that, that said an advisor that does their clients right by, you know, behavioral coaching and all the different criteria can add 3% net of fees to the ultimate return to their clients. And so I used to, when I advised uh, and did my consulting with advisors, I would say, you know what? Don't spend so much time talking about how you're going to pick better stocks because you're not. Right. I mean, there are a few really good stock pickers. I know a couple. You know a couple. But where you're going to make your money for the client, where they're going to make their money, is in the way you handle their portfolio, the way they handle the, your behavior the way they handle timing out what you do with your stocks, your bonds, your safe money, your risky money. Yeah, well, and getting to the risk. Now, you, you've, we were talking about this earlier. A lot of people think risk equals volatility. That's, that's not true, <laughs> is it? <laughs> no, it's, it's not true. But that's the whole concept of modern portfolio theory, the way it was sold. Harry Markowitz, by yep. the way, I had him on my show. He, was, oh, he great died guy. six or eight months ago. Yep. Many years ago, I had lunch with he and his wife, a fantastic guy. Mm -hmm. But, you know, he was an institutional guy. And, and, and what he did is he created this thing called asset allocation. Go figure. And that was back in 1952. I think that was like three years before Steve Jobs was born. <laughs> so, so the fact is, nowadays, you got AI, you got all kinds of technology. Right. You don't need to, to manage portfolios for its volatility. You manage it for its risk. And the fact is, when you start taking income from a portfolio, that's where volatility becomes risk. Because risk is defined as loss of principle. Volatility is a temporary situation where share prices go down. Over a 10, 15, 20, 30 year period, stocks go up in general and they're not risky. They're right. actually safer than bonds. And a friend of mine and yours, Dr. Wade Fowl, has talked about this when he wrote that article. I don't know when it was, a few years back, but he said why bonds don't belong in your portfolio and what he's alluding to is the fact that if you can hold on to your stocks long term enough and you have other assets from which to draw 
your income, then stocks are less risky than bonds. By the way, Peter Lynch also said something similar to that in his uh, book, Beating the Street. I remember reading that back in 1994. That tells you how old yeah, I am. Peter have. Lynch, great guy. He founded Fidelity. <laughs> yeah, really. so very, that's a very smart really man. Thomas, uh, let's make sure people have a way to contact us. If you're, if you're wondering about the volatility in your portfolio, if you want to make sure you have a, a total plan put together for retirement, this is your chance to get Coach Pete's Power Plan right now, which is 22-step total retirement plan, all mapped out for you in writing to help you diagram where you are right now, but more importantly, where you could be by making the right choices. Analyze what you have right now. Make sure you don't have too many what we call financial termites, too much risk, fees, and commission in that portfolio, and you really need... That financial fill-up strategy, that check delivered every single year for the rest of your life. Thomas, tell people how they can do that. All right, folks, that number, 800-661-7383, 800-661-7383. You can also text keyword PLAN to 600-700, PLAN to 600-700. There's just a lot of confusion out there in the money world, Ray. A lot of people don't know if they're doing the right thing, and, and uh, they don't know if they're getting the right information from the right person to do the right thing. Yeah, unfortunately, there's a lot of misinformation. And, uh, you know, fortunately, there are shows like this as well where you can get the right scoop and, uh, and, and hopefully help people retire in comfort and safety. Thomas, I gave uh, Ray a advanced copy of my new book, The Book on Retirement. Ah, and, very uh, nice. about 300 pages. And Ray, <laughs> Ray read it. <laughs> Ray, what do you think about I it? I read it page for page. <laughs> page for page. And I, I thought it was excellent. I think everybody should get a copy of it. Uh, whether he gives it to you for free or you buy it, I'm sure he wants you to buy it. I'm, I'm getting mine for free. <laughs> It'll be on but, sale uh, on Amazon, yeah. I, I, I thought it was excellent. Not only did you entertain me, but it's really good, solid information that's spoken in a language that most of us can understand. Yeah, well, that's what I try. And we don't want to talk down to folks. But we want to make sure everyone understands. And I remember being in class, and if, if you didn't understand what the teacher was talking about right away, you never caught up during that, that period, that, that the class period, because you were tr still trying to figure out what the teacher was talking about to begin with. So we never wanted to leave people behind. Uh, Maybe very important to, to make sure that people are totally educated, educated the right way for the, for the right reasons, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, when we talk about the mortgage world, you and I were talking about the mortgage world before. Uh, what's your opinion on what's going on in the mortgage world these <clears throat> days? Well, a, you know, a couple of years ago, I was telling everyone that rates were going to go up to 8%. And yep. I think a couple of weeks ago, we saw the 10-year Treasury uh, break the mark of five, and uh, interest rates did get to 8%. Right. And there is a lot of misinformation from real estate agents and mortgage brokers or mortgage banks because all they want you to do is buy a property, and at an 8% interest rate, it might not be the best time to buy a property. Yeah. And yeah. so, uh, you know, right now, mortgage rates are high. Yeah, well, I mean, it's and, and they could go higher, right? I mean, nobody really knows. Now, your crystal ball, did you bring it with you? Because you predicted 8%, uh, what did you say, a couple years ago you said that. We believe that, you know, the 10-year you know, Treasury is going to go above 5% again, and rates will get to about 85 okay. We see it slowing down, I would say, in the third quarter of 2024. Is that a reason why somebody should not buy a property right now? It depends on what type of property are you going to buy and where are you going to buy that property. Let's say uh, if it's a primary residence. Let's primary residence at, at you know rates over 8%. If you look across the United States of America and look at the median income, it doesn't support 8% interest rates. Okay, okay. And so. I would say that you know the majority of the people in America today have a 5% interest rate or better, so you're not going to see them selling their home yeah. to go buy at the peak of the market at a higher rate. It's going to make people a little less portable. 
Correct. When you, when you don't want to leave that interest rate that you got, like I'm at two nine nine, I'd be crazy to sell my house now and, and try to go get an eight percent rate. Well, well, you're going to see the government agencies, um, you know, do what's called an assumable loan. So I I do see us uh, oh, yeah, launching that pretty soon, mm -hmm. where you're going to take over someone's loan. That's the only way it's going to work. Then you wish you could get a time machine and, and go get a lot of loans at two point nine or two and a half, and and you, it'd make your property very easy to sell if you could sell that interest rate along with it. That's why you want the best education. Um, yep. You know, I was telling a lot of folks when rates were at four percent, I was able to get ten million dollars. Uh, on a $20 million house for them. And they said, well, 4.90 is a high rate. And those individuals <laughs> in Palo Alto, hello, you should have done it because now you could invest that money and buy more properties. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just a confusing world. I think the, the main thing is to be informed, make sure the education you're getting is from the right place and you're not getting led down a rabbit hole of wrong information. So verify, like Ronald Reagan would always say, trust, but verify. So folks, here's what I recommend. Let's, uh, let's clear our desks off. Let's make sure that you get that clear understanding of where you are right now, but more importantly, where you could be with the proper financial and income plan put, the, put in place, as we call it, the financial fill-up strategy, which has that growth protection income component. Grow your money, protect that growth, and then get income for life when you need it. And for the next 10 of you who have at least 200000 dedicated to retirement, this offer is for you. And our strategies do work best for those of you with over a million dollars saved for retirement. Thomas, tell people how they can qualify for Coach Pete's Power Plan. It is very easy. All you have to do is call 800-661-7383. 800-661-7383. You can also text keyword PLAN to 600-700. That is PLAN to 600-700. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.